You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hello, friends. Welcome to this tradition unlike any... What a fucking day, what a week. We've got the PGA Championship right in our face. KH Lee wins back-to-back, and we're going to go over it all for you guys here on Big Drive Energy. I am at Big Drive Spence, your host, with my brother Mitchell, Big Drive Mitch. What's up, dude? We've got uh, some fun stuff to talk about, but first... How was your week? So last time we did this pod, Tuesday, last week, the Avs had just completed the clean sweep of the Nashville Predators, and we were like excited for some hockey, and we finally get it back. Finally tonight, we get some Avs hockey back. It's been a full fucking week. I feel like the season was over. I know. And like, then we get this like rebirth. Do you know what I said that I think is actually true, because everything I say is true? Uh, it felt like the last time the Avs played, it was spring, and now it's summer. Right? like the, That's a the, great point. I said that on Tuesday. You probably just didn't listen. No, I, I was listening, but I kind of tuned shit out that you say. I know. Like, so much comes out of here that, like, eventually you just got to tune some it's of it It's too out. much for one human to, to fully take in, to yeah. be honest with you. It's just, like, you can only handle so much Mitchell in one day. There's a lot of me to go around. So. Yeah, and we had a... We had a hell of a day at work. Uh, we had the fucking senior s- open. Senior open, so you can imagine how that was. And it's it's pretty funny because the guys give me shit. So we have this older older member. His name's Dave. Nicest guy in the world. Can't hear for fuck. And so he when he comes <laughs> Spencer in, Spencer pro- just gets in his face, <laughs> dude. Like I'm he, not gonna yell into the mic, but and he Dave looks at me. He's like, what? Like I'm like, Dave skins. And he's like. Huh? And I'm like, oh yeah, my god! Dude. Definitely like, uh, a hearing issue in general today, um, with everyone. Yeah. And then we had a lady cramping up super hard. She was like, she almost went down. Yeah. And some other guys running out to his truck to grab his bottle of meds. Like that's the only shit you see at a fucking senior senior event. We should have just had a medication table on the turn. <laughs> just free meds. 
Well, we'll get to that in the, at the end. So at the end of this live show, uh, if you're listening to the podcast version of it, we have a interview with Matt Walker, who is the direct... No, I fucked that up yesterday. He's the... <laughs> Head manager, manager, chicken family manager. You, you know, know it. it. Um, <laughs> if you don't watch Impractical Jokers, start watching it. But he is the manager of the Colorado Golf Association, like director and player. Basically, he does a lot of the stuff for the members of the. <clears throat> he coordinates like member events and member. Um, what is that called? None of us. We're just fumble fucking the whole thing <laughs> he, he basically just coordinates things for all the cga members as far as and he's like the one that promotes the cga and he's out there like getting yeah. cga's name out but then getting doing stuff for the members of the like CGA. super cool stuff like so we played today's tuesday we played uh cherry creek country club yesterday and it was awesome like i've never played out there and we spencer and i get the opportunity to play some different places because we were pros but um, a lot of those people, unless you know a member, you have no chance of getting on there. So we get into that with him, but uh, really cool dude, really, really nice guy. And I mean, they've got some killer tracks that you can go play through the, like the CJ member play days. So, yeah. And we get into all of that. Like I said, if you're listening to the podcast, um, that will interview will be at the end of this. If you're watching the live show right now or tuning in, um, and join us every Tuesday. We're here every single Tuesday. Uh, we talked about it last week, right around four, five sometimes, depending upon what we got going on. And it's always about 15 minutes later than we say it's going to be. Traffic we're, wasn't that bad today. We're like fashionably late, but I was yeah. late getting out of there. I fucked up the registers at the course. It was a kind of complete joke all around. The skins. They're we letting just got, the inmates run the prison there, I swear to God. We just got bent all day with the fucking people giving us $100 and then the skins were $7. So we're trying to pay out. We ran out of five dollar bills. I'm sending Mitchell the fucking bank after work. It's just it's nobody just wants whole... to hear all our problems. So well, no, just drink your beer and shut the fuck up. This is not a beer. So this is called this is a Spency special. <laughs> um, it's when you're feeling a little tired, but you also want to start your drinking night. So it's a good company apple pear seltzer. Shout out Breck Brew, and a sugar free Red Bull. We should name this podcast. How many topics can we touch on in ten minutes? I, I think, think we've I think we've touched on about six or seven. We have. So why don't we talk about a little golf? I mean, that's kind of the point of the show. So uh, KH Lee. KH Lee. First things first. Fuck me. Every time, you know, there's betting remorse all over the place. But every goddamn time a guy wins the same tournament back to back years and you don't bet on him, it feels like a loss. Yeah. Well, and it's one of those things where it's tough it's really tough to win back to back weeks and it's really tough to win at the same course twice in a row, like no matter if it's a year apart, whatever, especially because you don't know what kind of shape the game, dude's game is in, you know, like they could be having a really good year last year. They're going to have a down year this year, but it's kind of a, a horses for courses thing. So I do uh, regret not picking him. I had Ryan Palmer as a long shot, I think plus 6,000, 8,000, oh, we some ungodly amount. There, plus yeah. 8,000. And what's really starting to piss me off is my long shots are doing better than my regular picks. Like, I just need to start taking my long shot, and instead of betting them to win, just bet them to top 10. Because the odds are probably, like, close to plus 1,000. I mean, if you're plus 8,000 to win, you got to be plus 1,000 or greater to top 10. So I just need to start doing that because that shit's pissing me off. And he had it, like, in his clutches 
uh, coming down. What do you say? He he kind of stumbled on Saturday. Yeah. So Saturday he was he in the was, lead, like midway lead. through the round. Saturday, and he finished uh, 16, 17, 18, three over. He went bogey, par. Oh. correction. He went double on 16, par on 17, bogey on 18. So he was three over. Basically lost the. I mean, he ended up losing Ryan. by he ended up losing by four shots. So it changes the whole look of Sunday for him if he doesn't make the that doesn't stumble down the stretch on Saturday. Ugh, fucking Ryan Palmer. Never betting on him again. He's in. He's on a blacklist. Um, but so KH Lee wins back to back. And kind of a funny story about KH Lee that's going to lead us into one of our topics for today is the sexiest PGA Tour players. And so KH Lee came out and said, I don't care about being... He said, I want to be like the best golfer in the world, and I want to be the sexiest golfer in the world. And, I mean, I'm sure... I think one of those is attainable. I'm sure there's a market there for KH Lee. Um, (laughs) Not my kind of guy. (laughs) Not Not, your cup of tea? Not my kind of dude. No, I have a very strict criteria for judging what males look like okay and i'm not very specific um it's very specific yes and i will i will straight up tell a dude to his face you're a fucking man rocket yeah i have no problem I have with no that. problem with that at all and people like give me shit for like how i look like i know i don't look good <laughs> that's the thing i you can't like, you can't hurt me yeah people I already like know talk it. shit to me like like when like a some dude will you know if some guy's like puffing up his chest and is talking shit and he's like, well look at your fucking hair, look at your beard, you look like Abraham Lincoln. This may all be Mitchell, by the way. Um, <laughs> I'm like, listen, I don't give a fuck. I grow this beard so that no one can see my six chins, and I this hair is me now. Yeah. I just can't get rid of it. I, I don't Spencer's know. Spencer's personality is his hair. He don't he does not have anything else other than his hair. It's wild and free and runs a little. You look like a, a like a stray horse. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I could live with that. Yeah, it's not. It it would be really weird to see you without like the the hair coming out of the back at this point. And the worst thing is, real quick about his hair, is he cuts it himself. So he always has these self-made. strays like around his ears. Fucking self. And I'm like, dude, I I like sometimes I get a little too close to his face when we're working. I'm like, bro, you got to clean your ears up. Like, yeah, he'll be fucking go- coming at me with the scissors at work. And I'm like, dude, this is not the place. You got a couple right now. I can see him from here. This is not the time or the place, <laughs> Kevin. So many people we work with think we're fucking weirdos. Oh, we, absolutely. And we were on the joint, which is weird, too. It's sad. Not but well. It, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're, we're keeping we're, our heads above water. Yeah, we're let's floating. That way. We're yeah. fucking we're treading floating. water. Okay, let's get into the... Like we we decided today that we want to talk about the sexiest golfers. We're gonna keep it strictly PGA Tour, not getting into the LPGA off limits today. We're talking about man missiles strictly. So first thing I thought of because I did a little research, which is kind of funny. Were you um, like a male swimsuit edition? No, like, did you- no. I uh, but there's certain criteria. I wouldn't necessarily say it's specific to me, but I don't think there's a single English dude like. Their fucking wooden teeth, their eighteen hundreds, coffee, booze teeth, like they don't they don't have any personal hygiene. So right there for me you're out. Like teeth are a big thing. That's part of my criteria. Okay. Um and just the general pastiness of all of them. Like they're all they all look like me and I obviously don't look good. So uh, Yeah, when I you tr- look at their pictures, like how far away from me can they look? 
<laughs> like that that's how I determine how good they look. When you go to like PGATour.com and then search down the photos of like active players, it just has like a headshot and dude, like Matthew Fitzpatrick is whiter than his hat. Yeah. You know, like like Ian Poulter, Lee Westwood. Actually Paul Casey's a pretty good looking Englishman. I'd have to say he's a be- and Henrik Stenson's pretty good looking. One of my best top three best looking guys on tour may or may not be English, so that's we'll have sad. to find out. That's weird. No, it's not sad. He's a man rocket. Okay. All right. So why we, don't, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Who's your? Should we go top? I have more than three. Okay. Well, I'll give you my top three. Okay. And we'll snake. We'll, we'll toss snake it back it or, and okay. forth. Okay. All right. So number three for me, Englishman, like I just said, and so I'll I'll admit my criteria when I look at a dude if if I look at a dude and he doesn't you're have, pretty superficial. I am. No, I will admit that. <laughs> But if I look at a guy and he doesn't have a beard, like I'm out. I'm not attracted to him at all. And I'll I'll fully admit that. Okay. I will because yeah, like, like the I, baby. Like, like he, this guy here has a pretty good beard, which sometimes gets a little little out of control, which is even better for me. Grizzly fucking bear, I'm good. But his hair is something that just adds to it, and that's Tommy Fleetwood. Okay. His hair is so good, and Dude. he's got like a good-looking face, like a solid face. He's and like, then he's got the like he's m- like Ratatouille, bro. What is that? What is that rat? What is the name of that rat? Isn't it Ratatouille? No, that's the name of the movie. I thought I literally thought that rat's name was Ratatouille for twenty years. Kale, we need an assist on this. Do you know that rat's name? The Remy. Remy. He look. He's he's very like mousy in the face. Okay. And, and well. we're being we're. We're throwing stones from a glass house today, obviously. Um, but, yeah, he... I mean, don't get me wrong. The lettuce-beard combo, top-notch. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why it's... That's but, my criteria. We, we like what we like. <laughs> yeah, let me live. It's 2022. Um, okay, so you're tossing it to me. Um, I got to go old school here. If, are we going PGA Tour players of all time? Oh, you're getting into, like, DILFs. <laughs> Well, he's no longer alive, so that's... Oh, uh, wow. We're going, like... Arnold, Palm- at black- Arnold Palmer, like, vintage Arnold Palmer, like, with a cig hanging out of his mouth, hair slicked back, like, super clean in the 60s. He was, like, the OG, like, he could pull any woman in that clubhouse after the round. Guarantee it. Yeah, well, that's also because he's Arnold Palmer, but I'll be straight up with you. Like, I'm honestly not sure... Kale's look at Kale. He's already got it, but See, I'm honestly I, not sure what he even looked like. But look at that. Okay, great. I do kind of miss. I wish should people like look at that. That's a man rocket. Look yeah. at that. That okay. That's a pimp. <laughs> like w- how cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Please share that picture because that is exactly what I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> that. that. That is right there exactly. is got me 115 no. north. <laughs> That's got me at midnight right now. Um, no, but did did we get the the older like the picture with the sig hanging out of his mouth? Yeah, it was on the screen. Okay, God, dude, what a man rocket. Okay, like, that's an OG man rocket of golf. I respect that because all I see now is like his leathery skin and well, gra- dude, gray he's hair. Deceased. I un- I understand like, that, but let's like, talk nicely. But I think about like him in his last couple of oh, years. Oh yeah, like when age did not treat him well. He fucking those dudes never wore sunscreen. They smoked like a, two packs during their round. 
probably drank like fish. It's basically like me, but not as good <laughs> at golf and not as good looking. Wait, you're better looking and better at golf or no, vice versa? Good God, no. Okay, I was Yeah, like, but yeah, they just, they live fast and loose back then. That's, I fuck with that. Yeah, that is a good looking dude. Um, Remember that steakhouse that I blacked out at in Phoenix? Yeah. That's like somewhere Arnold Palmer would go to. Yes. Like you have Frank Sinatra like on the hi-fi fucking, he walks in there with a cig hanging out of his mouth, sitting at the bar like drinking a martini. Dude, doesn't beat it. That was a great place. What was that place called? Duran's. Duran's. We went to Duran's. Which is, and we've already talked about me doing, I basically went face down at the table. Fell asleep. $80 ribeye right in front of him or filet mignon. Spencer didn't even box it up for me. Nope. We were out. I was too yeah. concerned with getting into our Ford Fiesta and fucking getting <laughs> to the tournament the next day. Um, all right. Moving on to my second guy. And this is, I've, I this guy has the greatest, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Range. This dude is one of the ugliest dudes on tour without a beard. And one of the best looking, in my opinion, with a beard, and that's Lucas Glover. So, Kale's going to pull up Lucas Glover for us here. Yeah, I feel like you're reaching maybe a hair. Okay, so let's click on that Look picture with him with the white shirt. Or the white hat right there. Or, yeah, that. Like, this is not a good-looking dude, right? Not at all. Like, this is this is sad. Now, let's let's scroll down and see. Yeah, beard. Here we go. Oh, my God. Now... Now you're telling me yeah. that's not like a That's a look at that. Now that picture in the middle right there is my kind of guy. That's a great beard. That is absolutely my kind of guy. That is a great beard. See, and and what range? Because that yeah. dude looks horrible without a beard. See, a beard covers up a lot. I, why do you think I'm rocking yeah. this? And I, no, this right I, now also is the playoff beard, so this is not coming off until the Avs win the Stanley fair. Cup and then maybe another couple months after that. But that dude right there, good-looking dude with a beard. I would agree. Um, here's another one for me. I, there's a few, like, if I'm being honest, there's way more ugly golfers than there is good looking golfers. Oh, dude, scrolling then shout out the Tom Hoagie, pull up picture of that dude. I've talked shit about him before, but I'm sorry, man. You're just not good looking at all. <laughs> uh, like he needs veneers. He needs something. Cause it's just, it's a fucking bear trap in his mouth. Yeah, just looking at the like the headshots on. PGA yeah, it's Tour. generally right not now. a good looking group. No. So, but there is a few guys. So here is actually like kind of a man after my own heart because he's thick, but he's so like badass, and he I think he looks pretty damn good. Darren Clark. And talk about range. I think that dude's gone as low as like 190 pounds. And probably up close to three bills. And he still pulls it off. Kale, can we get a, a picture of Darren Clark? God, Mitchell's just straight with the old man energy right now. Well, dude, it, two R's. Uh, yeah. Like, look at that. Okay. that Look at the lettuce-beard combo. I would uh, pay... Yeah, that looks familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I would pay for that hair... In that beard. Yeah, that, okay. And look at that. I feel the you. The silver fox. Silver fox, and he's got it the whole way th the whole way back, which is incredible. Yeah, see, and then look how skinny he is there. Oh, man, he does have, we're, he's got range, bro, because he's thick now. Like, he's like that guy, that guy you came back from high school and was super thick, and then he went to college and ended up getting super fit, and you hadn't seen him for like six months. 
I went in the other direction. I weighed like 160 pounds and I was like 20. Dude, I've seen pictures like I've pictures have popped up of you in like Fuck high school. Off. I'm literally like it's not the same I was, person. Yeah, it's I know. crazy, I was, dude. I was really young looking and I was very pretty thin, pretty in shape. Now you're like a big bowl of oatmeal. Yeah, I'm super a, thick. I'm like a fucking propane tank with ears on me. Yeah, I think I, I think I've probably said that before, but I, yeah, I'm 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 fucking dense. Like, you. <laughs> No, no wind is blowing me over. No. So Darren Clark, could you not admit? Okay, good I, looking. Dude. I will admit that's a good one. I mean, I, I don't know when you're gonna choose a dude that's under the age of fifty. I've got a couple. Yo- <laughs> I've got a couple younger guys. Let's not make this weird here. All so right, you go ahead and throw out another one. All right, I'll give my best looking guy on tour, and everybody's gonna know this name, know this face. Jason Day. He's just, he's just the. Just all around. Like, he looks like an extra in Alvin and the Chickmunks. Dude, you have so much. Look at that. Dude. Uh, that's he's got pretty, the forearms. There is an Australian. He's tan. Vibe. He's got the beard. He talk. He, first of all, the Australian accent kicks him up ten notches. Yeah. Um. And you know, like he's fairly good looking. Um. I wouldn't go if I don't even think it goes without mentioning. But Adam Scott is obviously. He's not my favorite because he's super vanilla. Vanilla. He wears like the same sweater four days in a row at a golf tournament. <laughs> That's pretty um, legendary. But he is a man rocket. Like we would be remiss to not mention Adam Scott. Uh, like you said, the Australian accent really gets us going. Uh, that I've heard. Do you know what I've heard is people in Australia love just like plain English. Yeah, I told you that. Like, you told me that? Yeah. When, when did you go to Australia? I didn't go to Australia. Dumbass. In college, one of our friend's roommates was a girl who played on the basketball team who was from Australia, and she told us that. She's like, if you went to Australia, your accent, which we you know, I mean, don't we think feel we like have, we don't like, have accents. Yeah. They said that is extremely attractive in Australia. Huh. So we feel the same way about them as they do about us. Correct. Cool. It's a nice... But yeah, Adam um, Scott's obviously on the list, but we're kind of... He was kind of the the chalk, like the number one. So we're gonna move on from him. Um, Jason Day, not your best pick ever, but whatever. Uh, Maverick McNeely, uh, good looking dude, went to Stanford. Uh, he is. He just screams like my family has money. <laughs> oh, actually, good God, I remember him looking different. Oh man! He, oh wow! What a rough. Scene. All Mitchell's picks are null and void after that. That's that. That's okay. bad. That's bad. I just I know he, he dresses well because he's like I think he's polo. If he, oh god, that that picture's not horrible. Never mind. That's a wash. The name, but the name is fire. It's a great name. That is a great name. Yeah, maybe um, the greatest name on tour. Maybe that's an entirely separate podcast. That's a idea. okay. Yeah, just. Thinking let, on let the me spot. let me go again because I'm that doesn't count. <laughs> Matthew Wolf, good looking dude. Uh, yeah, I mean, with a beard, that's a good looking guy. I'll take that. I'll accept that. Oh, look at the like his little modeling. Yeah. Oh, he kind of looks like Ryan Reynolds in there. He, yeah, in that. he's a li- that's he's thank a little you. Ryan Reynolds. You put your finger on that for me because I was kind of. Wondering what celebrity he looked like. It, well done. If you look one percent like Ryan Reynolds, you're a rocket. A man rocket. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. see, they even have a picture. That's is that is Ryan sign? Reynolds or is that him? That, that is not. I think that is him. That's him. That's, see, that's up, a man rocket. That's straight up. I is get like, credibility back. Maverick McNeely looks like an alien. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but 
<laughs> but Maverick McNeely, good looking dude. Or I'm sorry, Matthew Matt Wolf, good looking dude. dude. Um, I will throw what, one. Who's that alien from American Dad? That's kind of what Maverick McNeely gave me those vibes right there. I didn't watch a ton of American Dad. Kale, so. do you know what? What's the alien from American Dad? Damn it. Uh, Carl? R- some with an R. Roger. 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 Thank, yes. Roger. Roger. He, he kind of like, his head is like, sorry, I don't want to like just shit on Maverick McNeely here, but his head is like narrower here and just like triangles upward. Kind of a weird, weird scenario. Um, but yeah, Matthew Wolf, great pick by me. Uh, credit to me. Um, do you have any more? No. Uh, well, no. I, I, I'd Dustin say, Johnson, did you already say DJ? No, Dustin Johnson is my guy too. Dustin Johnson. He's like but, that really good looking, stupid dude that is like, uh, uh. Yeah, the ultimate jock look. He he gets whatever he wants. I mean, he's married to Paulina Gretzky. Yeah, just. The, oh, get that picture there. The he, picture right below with him and his wife. Oh, that's not a good picture of her. <laughs> It's like I am so critical. That's a good one. Yeah, you are the most critical human probably on the planet. Yeah, I I am just the most glass house throwing the most stones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a great beard, and that's my criteria. Like, like I said, Lucas Glover looks horrible without a beard. Not not attractive at all. With a beard, I'm like, this guy probably fucks. I've got one more guy, European tour guy. I think he's from Spain. Rafa Cabrera Bello. Okay, really good looking dude. Um. Let's see if we can get a picture up. There we... Oh, his wife is the... He's just got that kind of like... He kind of looks like a hockey player. Yeah, look, that's a man rocket. Yeah, he's got the great hair teeth, falling out. Great hair, great beard. He's got like that skin color that I wish that I had that's not like... The olive paste. skin? Yeah, he's got that olive like great yeah. looking skin. Just a good-looking guy. You just constantly look, like, sunburnt. I know. I'm always burnt. And I turn more red when I drink. I turn red if I even think about the sun. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, like, very German fucking... I'm a fraud. You are I'm, a fraud. I'm very fraudulent. The one thing you have on me is your skin. You tan much better than I do. I just burn you tan. I got that great... So credit where credit is due. You, you got do that have, great olive skin. You do have pretty good skin. All right, your so face is erect, though. My face is semi erect. I will not erect. I'm just, <laughs> it's just a wreck. A wreck. Yeah. Um, before we get into this week PGA Championship, so first of all, we are going to be doing a live show here at the bar Sunday. Um, I'm praying that we have a close tournament because we started doing live shows at the end of majors for about a year now, year and a half since kind of last year's Masters, uh, since the November Masters. I don't of think 2020. we've had a good finish, but we haven't had one good finish. So one of my bets that I'll get into on the DraftKings Sportsbook is uh, a certain bet that will hopefully push, you know, I bet to lose and I bet against my heart. So hopefully this bet pushes my watching ability for this tournament and makes it close. So we're having a good time here right in these chairs. Sunday, tune in when they get the leaders get to about 15, 16. We're going to break it all down for you live and discuss the winner as he's crossing the quote-unquote finish line, finishing the 18th hole. But you can bet along with us at DraftKings Sportsbook, not only on the PGA Tour, but 
NBA playoffs are live in action right now, and DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NBA. All new customers can bet $5 on any team, and you get $150 in free bets if they do. Take the Boston Celtics when they get back home game three against the Heat. Easy money. I think the Celtics win one of the first two games in Miami. You think the Celtics beat the Heat? I do in a seven-game series. That's going to be a good Because I don't think the Celtics will lose at home. They yeah. are so deadly in the well, Garden. Any Boston team is just good at home. Yeah, and that's the only reason the Bruins lost that series against the Canes, because they couldn't win an away game. Yeah. And I think it's the same with the Celtics. So bet $5, new customers, and you're getting $150 in free bets if that team wins. If you want to turn a small bet, $5 if you will, if that's a small bet for you, into a huge payday, use the same game parlay. Flip that thing over to on pick a bunch of different things jason tatum to score a certain amount of points robert williams to score a certain amount of points uh jimmy butler to score a certain amount of points bam out of bio to get a certain amount of rebounds etc etc i can go on and on you can do that with the same game parlays create it and then you get a bigger payout with a small bet all customers can place the same game parlay of three or more legs and get a free bet back with up to $25 if one leg doesn't hit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR. You're betting $5, and you're winning $150 in free bets if that NBA team wins. Promo code DNVR at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Minimum of a $5 deposit is required. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call one 800 522 4700 something else we have is make sure you're getting in on some manscaped now yesterday we played golf over at cherry creek i was chafing i needed manscaped yesterday i didn't have it on me big mistake uh but it's that time of year again you're sweating uh you need things that can help you keep it clean and not stinky and that is manscaped yeah so we have our code bde so that's once again b B is in big, D is in drive, E is in energy. Code at, over at manscaped.com, and you get 20% off in free shipping. I'm telling you, I have all of these products. I have the Lawnmower 4.0. I have two of them. I have a face one, and I have another area one. I have the crop mop. Great to just wipe on there, get it all out of there. The fucking Manscaped 4.0, the lawnmower, has a light on it. Incredible. You can shave and see everything that you're shaving right in front of it. So make sure you're headed over to manscaped.com. Use that promo code BDE, and you're going to get products like the lawnmower, the weed whacker, uh, the crop preserver. And if you get the Performance Package 4.0, you're getting a free travel bag and some boxer briefs, which are extremely comfortable. I would show you guys, but this is a G-rated pot. Well, it's not G-rated, but... It's PG-13. I think you you got to get paid. I got to get paid a little bit more in order to... Show my manscape boxes. Yeah, Spencer'd start bringing out all the excuses if he had to strip down. Like, oh, it's cold in here. I get stage fright. Wasn't ready. But the boxers make it look good. All of the above. So let's talk a little PGA Championship. Southern Hills place is Oklahoma. pure, dude. It's really good. A like, lot you of the think players of Oklahoma, and you're like, ugh. Like, I just hear that state, and I'm like, no, thank the, you. The one time we've been to, or personally, I've been to Oklahoma was for our cousin Marshall's graduation. Oh from yeah. Horrible, fucking complete. Yeah, it was dump. terrible. I think it was in the spring, just brown, flat, shitty. Uh, that's why it's so inexpensive to live there. I think we could both buy mansions out there. That is the one thing. Well, and so speaking of expenses, did you see the price list for 
the yeah. alcohol and the refreshments and they're the, absolutely bending people over at the at the uh, beverage stand out there. So if you guys hadn't seen it going around Twitter, um, they're charging eighteen dollars for a Miller Lite or you know. Yeah, like a whatever sixteen the, ounce beer. Yeah, sixteen ounce beer, eighteen dollars. I mean, Coors Field is a joke. I'd say it's is it, and it's worse than that. Yeah, you're paying fourteen, fifteen dollars at Coors Field for a Tall Boy, which at least lasts you two innings. I'm sure in Tulsa it's going to be hot. It's going to be muggy. Yeah, you're going to want a beer, it's and you're going to spend forty dollars for two beers. It's kind of supply and demand. Like, how bad do you want it? I also think a, a water's like six bucks. That's robbery. That's you could borderline sue them for that. Like you're, you're basically denying me a human right because I have to pay six dollars for a bottle of water. I'm gonna die out in this country ass town, <laughs> out in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So let's talk about a few of the storylines leading into it. First of all, Jordan Spieth off a great week last week. He was heavily bet, quote unquote, on our. Uh, weekly poll that we put out every Sunday morning of who's going to win. It was like 60% Spieth. Nobody else gave anybody any love. Uh, field got a little bit of love, which KH Lee ended up coming back and winning from the field uh, in that poll. But Jordan Spieth has a shot at a career grand slam with only five golfers ever reaching that feat. That's pretty crazy. Considering, yeah, I mean, all things considered, it, it doesn't feel like he's as, had as good of a career as he has had really like he's what probably 28 or 29 now somewhere in that ballpark and he's almost won every major so and like we've talked about I think him playing well last week but not winning helped because going back to back weeks is always tough um still can't get over that whole practice swing I just don't like watching the dude play so I'm not necessarily gonna root for him I think our buddy James Beckett uh does that enough for everybody and one of the, I mean, the huge, the biggest storyline is Phil Mickelson not playing after winning it last year at Kiowa, becoming the oldest major champion ever, and it was officially announced yesterday or two days ago. He is pulled out. He's not playing, which just sucks. I mean, like, obviously, and I'm not saying his mistakes are okay, like, but he should at least play, and. He can repent for what he said or whatever, make peace with the PGA Tour and say, I fucked up, I was wrong. But I don't know if he's just like doubling down on this. Actually, real quick on that subject with the whole Saudi Golf League, did you see they offered Jack Nicholas over $100 million just to be like the lead spokesman for that tour? And he turned it down. This money is crazy to me. It's Saudi Arabian government, dude. Who knows? It's all fucked up. Like, it's not. It's not above board, I don't think. Let's put it that way. Um, but, yeah, just disappointing that Phil isn't in the field. He's still one of the most fun players to watch. I actually saw, a, like, a snippet of him playing golf a couple weeks ago, I think at Southern Hills. Somebody, like, snapped a picture out there. He was out there. He is chonk now. He's back to chonk. Heckin' chonk. Like, he is eating his feelings. He is, he is in his feels, and... He is not on the fucking coffee diet. He's maybe coffee and a bear claw and a few other donuts and a cinnamon roll. Like, he, he's gone in a different direction, which I can relate to. Like, hand up. Your weight weight can fluctuate, but fucking that dude is is doing something else to himself because he's, <laughs> he's gone in the, the wrong direction. Like, last year, look at him. Wins the PGA, super fit. He's got those fucking 
aviators on, like he's about to go rule the world, like he's in Top Gun. And now he's just like plump and sad and off the PGA Tour and just in a bad way, I think, all the way around. So I really like Phil. I think it sucks. Um, and he probably would have missed the cut shot like 88, whatever. Which but is he, what he doesn't want to do right now. He doesn't want to. No, you never want to do that on tour. He's waiting for the to record, debut in the Saudi Golf League. You, you just don't want to. You don't want to come out and, and end it like that or be talked about like I that. I mean, he is technically if he never plays another PGA Championship, he went out on top. Correct. Which is everybody's dream. So Correct. respect for that. And but I don't think it was really like his choice. So another story that I did see. Um, Obviously, Tiger Woods is playing first time since the Masters. I'm not going to get too much into that because Tiger Woods, we don't want Mitchell going off on some nonsense about him. But I will say this, that I did he see... He should win because he's got basically the fucking course oh mapped God, out here by we go again. somebody else for him. But the uh, there is a sports book out there, which will not be named because we are DraftKings sportsbook people through and through. But they posted a story basically that said if... Tiger Woods wins this, it will be the biggest loss in their history. Like a monumental I, loss in the PGA. I think and I'm sure that every, it, was, it was the same with the Masters. Yeah. Like some sports books say they've never taken a, as big a hit as they would if Tiger wins one of these majors because he was the most heavily bet anyways. And then you throw these odds out there. I think he's plus 6,500. So you have a million people, a million dollars bet. You're paying out $65 million. Like, that's a fucking grip. Yeah. And I guarantee you it's close to, I would say, $100 million, Like, being bet on him at least throughout the, the nation. So, And he has won here. Um, he won the 05. 07, I believe. 07, oh, somewhere in that ballpark. Um, he's won a major there, so he's got that going for him. Um, but, yeah, like, the odds are... But the, he's baiting... The, these sports books are all baiting people into betting him because his, the odds are so high. Uh, I almost think they're kind of like inflating him a little bit more to get more people to bet on him because I don't think he's going to win. I mean, never count the yeah. one of the best of all time, you know, so I didn't say the GOAT. One of the greatest of all time, you don't count him out, but I think they're trying to entice people to bet him. Oh, 100%. And so our bets, we're going to give you guys our bets for this week. So... Uh, Scotty Scheffler is a pick this week that we're not going to officially take, but it's like hitting on 16 at the blackjack table. If you do it, if you've been betting Scheffler, do it. Uh, I have not been betting Scheffler as that is well posted on this podcast and been, been said multiple times. So don't bet on Scheffler. If you haven't been, if you have been ride it, this is like perfect for him to win again. Um, and I'll just say that now. So that if he does win, we're going to post this on the pod next week or post it on Instagram, whatever. Um, but the Southern Hills got a little bit of a redesign in 2018-19. The first By Tom Doak, right? Uh, it is Gil Hans and Jim or Wagner. Gil Hans, I'm sorry. They not basically Doak. changed it a ton, took out a lot of trees, made the rough just over two inches, so it's not that penal. But and it, it is Bermuda rough, so everything just sits straight down. Yeah. So and we we know what Bermuda rough is like. It's not fucking fun. No, it's not. Especially fun at all. like no offense, but you don't you kind of sweep it a little bit more. You'd be host, like oh, I'd shoot 150 be, here. You'd be hitting your irons like head high, probably rolling it up to these greens. And th so I did a little bit of research on the course. The green, uh, the greens are very like mounded. There's a lot of false fronts. Pretty small. There's Only a lot like of 5, runoffs. 100 square feet on okay. average. 
That's relative. That's like five times the size of my house. Just kidding. Like three times. Um, but yeah, they're not huge greens. They're very undulating. There's a lot of runoff. It's going to play fast. And the number one thing that, I mean, I've read, I read a couple of different things from tour guys. I mean, it sounds obvious it's a major championship, but hitting fairways because I guess out there in the rough, you have no chance at getting your approach shot close from the rough. You're probably scrambling for par at that point if you drive in the rough. So that's not a good sign. Secondly, I guess there's a lot of subtle small ridges in these greens that you need to be in the right area to putt from. So your ball striking has to be on point this week. And you gotta hit you gotta hit fairways, gotta hit greens. I sound like fucking John Madden. <laughs> but to win a major, you gotta hit the fairway, you gotta hit the green. It's not that obvious. Like what I feel like the guys that hit the fairways are gonna give themselves if they're not making birdies, they're at least making a lot of pars, and a lot of pars is a good good thing in a major week. Exactly. Well, the last tournament this that was hosted at Southern Hills was the Senior PGA Championship in 2021, and playing a par 70 at just under six thousand or 6,900 yards, just around 6,900 yards, only seven players broke par. I understand it's a senior event, but that just goes to well, show that this is a pretty tough track. Well, like, and they play it from 7,400 all the way back. Yeah. So par 70, 7,400 sea level, it's nothing to scoff at. No. So let's get into our pick. All right, we're each going to take a winner. Um, I've got a prop for you guys. Mitchell's got a prop for you guys, and we both have a top 10. So my winner this week, guy's just been playing such great golf. Can't stay away from him this week after he should have probably won last week. I'm glad he didn't now because I was just waiting for him to play well and then not well enough to win in Justin Thomas. And he is plus 1,800 on the DraftKings Sportsbook to we win. We need to change the graphic. I read it somehow at plus 1,200. It's plus 1,800. Okay. Yeah. So plus 1,800 for Justin Thomas. And I just I just feel like he's 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 got it this week, man. He's looking to win a PGA Championship. He's been hitting the ball well. He's been playing well. He had a little tune-up last week, finished in the top five. He's ready. Okay. I mean, he is always one of those guys that can come out and win a major. We, we know he's got that kind of game. Uh, my winner went to, uh, and this is kind of one of the favorites of the pod, mentioned him plenty of times. Uh, he went to college in Oklahoma. Can you take a gander as to who this is going to be? Well, Victor Oklahoma Hovland. State Cowboy, Victor Hovland. Uh, he is plus 2,500. feel like that's a decent bet. Uh the dude just hits it so well. Um, he is great off the tee, drives it phenomenal. Hopefully he's not chipping a lot. He's well advertised as a horrible fucking chipper. Uh, but if he's hitting fairways, hitting greens, I can see him emerging and getting his first major victory. I think I think he's ready to win a major. Love it. And shout out real quick, Nathan May. He said he'll be there on Friday and Saturday. Looking forward to it. Have Hell a blast, yeah. man. Have a couple of $18 beers for us if it's in the budget. That humidity is going to give you the work, but if you're used to it, you know, I I would be leaking. Yeah. So, I'd be Elvis Mers leakings. <laughs> so my guy to top 10, I can't wait for him to be out of it. Everybody's talking about how he's out of it. He shoots 64 on Sunday, finishes well inside the top 10 like he does every major. That's low. Rory McIlroy, plus 230 to top 10. I feel really good about that pick. If I He's picked him to win, of, he would let me down. But yeah. picking him to top 10, I feel like, is right in the perfect wheelhouse. I like that. Yeah, that's can't go wrong with Rory top 10 in a major. Uh, my top 10, Max Homa, another guy that I feel like... Just riding the Homa train. Yeah, dude. Well, he's playing really good, clearly. 
and he really hasn't emerged yet at majors. I didn't pick him to win. He's, I feel like there's a little bit of a tier between him and Hovland. You know, like Max Homa's like a diet Victor Hovland a little bit, um, and he's a little older. But I feel like it's his time to come out and make a make a little flash in the pan, make a strong showing at the PGA. He is plus six fifty to uh, top ten at Southern Hills this week. Love that. And my prop for you guys this week is going to be the winning margin of exactly two, plus 340. Now, if this hits, great, but I'm hoping for less. Hopefully not more. Hoping for less so that we get a fun Sunday live show here at the DNVR bar. Uh, But I think the winning margin of two is like, it's like a fairly safe margin. Like, Scheffler only won the Masters by one, but that's because he four-putted. Like, a three-putt was a fairly simple thing to do. I feel like two is, like, right in that wheelhouse. Yeah. And it is a favorite, if you will, of that bet. But I feel like two is a good number where it's like, all right, they're maybe up two and make an even par on the last hole coming in. Um, I'm really hoping for a playoff, really hoping for a, a, an intense a 18th biter. hole. That, that will make our live show much more fun than sitting here and being like, oh, Scotty Scheffler just blew out the Masters again. You know? Yeah. It, it'll make it a lot more fun for us, so I'm hoping for that at plus 340. Okay. I like that. Um, I somehow had I'm, – I'm kind of playing favorites here. These are guys I frequently pick. Uh, but I had to mix in our boy, Cousin Cam, uh, to be the top Australian finisher. Plus 175. I feel like he's kind of got that locked. Um, I mean, that. Mark Leishman, Adam Scott, a couple other guys uh, that could possibly do it. But I like uh, Cameron Smith. He's just kind of head and shoulders above any other Australian. So I like him. Plus 175 on the DraftKings Sportsbook app to win uh, the Australian PGA Championship. There's actually an Australian. P- is, this isn't it. But this, out this of all the Australians, about. he's going to be the best one this week. So Perfect. So uh, real quick before we finish this live portion of the show, once again, if you're listening on the pod version, make sure to tune in for our interview with Matt Walker and find out how you can get signed up for some of these CGA events, member play days at these awesome courses if you're in Colorado or making a trip out here. Uh, Fairway or four from last week, I said it's super annoying when somebody calls you unannounced and your cell phone rings. Uh, I feel like that didn't it can't I can't really construe my point over Twitter. Uh, it ended up in a 50/50 lock. So 50% of the people don't care if their phone rings. Give your members at a golf course a few your cell phone number a few times and you'll change your mind on that guaranteed. <laughs> so yeah. Fairly simple and then your fairway or four is Nick Rice the worst national media personality in sports. 91% fairway. So great one there. Um, really got people on one side, especially the people that follow us and maybe some Denver fans. So my fairway for this week is going to be, this happens to me all, everywhere I go and still it drives me nuts. When I go to a restaurant, when I go to a sporting event, people just throw their fucking paper towels on top of the trash and let it slide off onto the ground. Don't be that guy. I will stick my hand with my paper towel into a trash can and push it down. Hypothetically, I mean, it sh- everything should be clean in there, right? Like as long as you didn't piss and immediately go get a paper towel and like, clean your face off with it, and then, I don't know. You know, I, I, in a perfect world, it should be a clean paper, t- like it just a trash can full of clean paper towels. Exactly. Just like I believe a so, towel yeah. never gets dirty. It don't sh- be that shouldn't. asshole. Yeah. So that's fairway. Don't be that guy that doesn't, that just throws their paper towel on the ground or whatever. That's just flat out disrespectful. Um, so my favorite four hits fairly close to home. I love carbohydrates. Uh, 
I eat every day like I'm running a marathon the next. Uh, how do you do you like your pasta al dente? What does that mean? Are you fucking kidding me? Hard or soft? Al dente is like a little more firm. Oh, I know. I'm gum it up, <laughs> squish it up. I love Spencer's got a weird obsession with like gummy things. Yeah, our mom used to have like this spat, like this rubber spatula, and Spencer uses a chew toy for about ten years of his like child. What is that? His childhood. Yeah, just chewed on that thing. So it's no, I'm not hard pasta guy. I love al dente pasta. It just gives it. A little more texture. I think you just wanted to say al dente. No, I I like uh, fuck off. Uh, no, I just like pasta. To show your vocabulary. No, gymnastics. I like. I I have I have a very vast vocabulary, so don't shit talk. All me. All right, next time we go to an Italian restaurant, you have to say it can the well, but see the the correct Italian places do make it al dente. It says. That's how they serve it. You don't it. have to ask for it. Like, you'd have to ask, can you make my shit American as possible? <laughs> can you just boil the fuck out of it and throw some tomato sauce on top? I'm unapologetic. You, you eat like an American. eight-year-old. <laughs> I do. I do. Okay, well, that's my fair way for. All right. I'm uh, I'm a soft pasta guy. <laughs> for those of you guys in the live show, we are peacing out. Have a great weekend. Go Avs. We'll talk to you guys on Sunday. For those of you guys listening to the podcast, stay on the line. We're going to put... Our boy Matt Walker on. He's going to tell you guys about the CGA. We're going to tell you about our member play day last this past week at Cherry Creek Country Club. Great venue. There's more to come this season. Uh, enjoy the PGA Championship. We'll talk to you all from these same seats Sunday afternoon. Peace. All right, and welcoming on to Big Drive Energy, the manager of member and sponsor engagement, Matt Walker, who awesome dude i've got to sit in some meetings with him and hang out with him and he got us here on uh, cherry creek today i should say we are at uh, cherry creek country club phenomenal in there yeah it was awesome we're sitting in their men's bar is that yeah it's attached to their men's clubhouse so this is like their 19th hole for just their men's club here and it's that's pretty, pretty that's pretty badass it, I would say. I would, yeah i wouldn't mind spending my time after round <laughs> in this room so right i'm yeah, sure we, there's been plenty of card games played in here plenty yeah of plenty of things you stuff can't, that you can't speak about you know now when they have their own bar something's going on i even saw a bunch of tums sitting on the, <laughs> the bar yeah, i was like this place is built for me right well they've got a whole <laughs> setup they've got tums they've got like ibuprofen like we're not even allowed to have that at spring valley like, I don't know if it's because, like, you're supposed to, like, we're not supposed to well, give you, you're out. You're not like, supposed to, like, hand out, like. Well, you're signing a big contract when you become a member here. I yeah. imagine that, that's a, <laughs> that, there's a yeah. liability waiver in like there somewhere. You, yeah, exactly. If you take too many ibuprofen, it's not our fault. <laughs> yeah, so what was that today? So, uh, for those of you listening, um, we got to play in a CGA member play day, which we'll get into. Uh, Matt set up a ton of these. He's also set up a net series we're going to have him talk about. Uh, for all of you guys out there listening in Colorado or want to make it out to Colorado and play in any of these, um, super awesome setup. He gets these great golf courses but uh what was that waiver we had to sign today what like did so that's you... just to be on property that's you know if, okay. you, if you go to a golf course and uh you sign a waiver for the cart and, and i'm sure many of us have experienced that before yeah yeah i'm not sure if there was more lingo in there for being on property but i right. imagine it was mostly damages for the co for the cart um but i can't say i read through all of the print <laughs> for that one so i'm glad that everything went well i figured if i acted like an idiot i'd probably get kicked out yeah no one of those things <laughs> we're very lucky that you know people take take this seriously because we want to be invited back yeah um, oh and, absolutely and today was a great example of that you know i've already talked to the pro here where he's like if it's like this every year you guys can keep on coming back um and that's exactly the way we like it so if that means we have to sign a waiver oh everyone's signing uh, a waiver oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. tell me where to sign well and like you said i mean 
there is so many good country clubs around this area and there's a lot of great public golf but there's places that not everybody can get access to like this like cherry creek right here so to give people the opportunity to come out here and experience it i think is is huge and that's why this whole idea is so awesome yeah and i you know i lived down the street for you know four plus years and you know it is behind some walls and so unless you're walking on cherry creek trail or something you don't see what's behind those walls and you know we hope people view that as an opportunity to come out and see courses that you know they never have before and view it as an opportunity that you know it's this is a place that not a lot of people get to come and play and yeah uh, if you're a member of cga that is part of your membership that's awesome dude yeah it's a great setup and so let's go into mitchell i think you have the schedule there and kind of tell everybody yeah. about um the different courses that because this is the first one of the year right this is the first one of the year i was lucky enough to have you guys at this time last year at flying horse so you can we were the only ones how out lucky there we are to have a nice day like this oh it was gorgeous um, and so you know this is the first one of the year we'll be at columbine next week um, and then we really get going. We have rounds at TPC, um, you know, uh, club at Ravenna is, I believe, a part of our team net series event. Um, Fox Hill club is, is on the schedule as well. Aspen Glen club. So a lot of really fun courses. Absolutely. Yeah. TPC. If, if anybody is listening and they haven't made it out to TPC Colorado yet, would definitely highly recommend that. I've actually never been out to Columbine. I've heard really good things. Yeah, it's your classic country club feel. Um, really, the devil is in the greens. Yeah. It's really tree-lined. You know, house is about 15, 20 yards off of the fairways. And so <laughs> yeah. uh, sometimes you got to be careful. I was going to say, luckily, no damage today. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they, thankfully. We were close a couple of times. One of the par fives, RK, hit one, and it literally probably was a two feet from somebody. We yelled <laughs> for multiple times, but then we oh, got Oh, I buzzed. thought I, I meant like houses. But, no, but I'm saying oh, like yeah. The holes, like the kind of country club I had setup, a, a ball the... whistle by my ear for sure. There's some blind areas. I definitely saw a few balls land close to some carts, but uh, <laughs> thankfully everybody was friendly. Apologized, yeah. you know, either yelled for or something, but shit happens. That's all, that's all we can know, ask for. Exactly. Yeah. So you guys, um, how is it? How do you go about? Like, do you do you choose? Did you like choose all these clubs handpicked yourself, or were you getting like member feedback or from people like, hey, I need to contact these places, or were you just like, hey, I'm just going to contact as many as I can and see what yeah, happens? Yeah. So a mix of a lot of it. Um, you know, thankfully my time with the Colorado, Colorado Women's Golf Association and the Colorado Golf Association, I've gotten to build relationships with a lot of these pros, um, but. Most of them are handpicked by me. I'm very lucky that I get to go and determine the schedule, and I'm the one that gets to pick it. Right. Do they um, get? A, do they like let you play it when you go pick it, or do they? Sometimes, you know, <laughs> it, it depends. Like, yeah. you know, this year we're going to be a little more hands-on and view it as more of a, a greater event than hey, just get out on the course and have fun. Um, and so we won't probably won't be playing as much this year if we're honored to be invited back. I'm there. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but you know, TPC would, is always a tea time event where we would always sneak out afterwards, and so. Um, we, you know, we've gotten to build these relationships to where a lot of them are willing to invite us back. That's um, awesome. But I have, I've played a chunk of them, but not all of them. Okay. Trust me. There's a few that I wish I got to play, <laughs> but it's one of those things where, Hey, we're here to work and let everybody else enjoy. Yeah, Absolutely. And you guys did a great job of that this morning. The setup was great. There was a bloody Mary bar. You guys had it all, you know, every, they were grabbing our bags off our cars and that's just a cool feeling. Like we're, we grew up public course kids, you know, and, and, and we're even still there being, and we're still there yeah. but being like even being quote unquote professionals, I use that term very loosely with, yeah. with both of us. Um, <laughs> but we just being here right now, it's just that feel like, and that you don't, you know, you don't have to spend, I don't know, 40, 50 K to get in here, but you get to play it once a year. And yeah. that's, what's so awesome about what you guys do is giving the giving. It's not like you're, you're getting everybody together to play, you know, 
this isn't a knock at all, but common ground. People can go pay and make a tea time and go up. You, you mm-hmm. can physically cannot get on here yep. without something like this or knowing a member. Yeah, unless it's a charity tournament. And, and keep in mind, we are a charity, and you know, <laughs> and from that perspective. But um, yeah, that's definitely um, one of the reasons why we added this to our membership. Is we we think this is an opportunity that you know golfers in Colorado really appreciate and have been looking for. Absolutely. Um, I know if I didn't work in golf, this is something that I would gravitate towards. Um, and so yeah, it's one of those things where. I mean, our members really told us this. We try to survey our members and ask them what they want and opportunities to play at places like this are, is one of those things. And to go back to answer your question, we do get feedback from people. I wish we could get onto Cherry Hills. I wish we could get on right. the Oh, I know, right? I wish I could do that. Unfortunately, I don't have that type of pull. But <laughs> we're very lucky to get into places like here. And we were in Snowmass last year. And just Absolutely. a lot of really, really cool courses that are willing to have us. And, you know, we hope our members take an opportunity to view it as, you know, Maybe I will become a member here someday because as much as you guys are our members, these facilities are our members as well. And so, you know, we want it to be a good experience for everybody and kind of a win-win for, for all three of us. Yeah, so um, how many players do we have out there today? We had 118. We had 120 signed up, and we had about 80-plus people on the wait list. Holy I was calling cow. people all weekend, but obviously people make plans, you know, two yeah. days before. Right. Um, so we had 118 today. And uh, it sold out in about four minutes the day we opened it. Oh, my God. And then God. I had to shut down the wait list about day three. <laughs> and so sometimes these can be like concert tickets. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like what, a lottery. Yeah, like refresh, refresh. <laughs> We've got Eisenhower coming up at the end of August and just – walking around with people in lunch today I've been asked what course are we playing you know can you get me on there early like all these things where I'm like I know that one's gonna go like that yeah so there's certain one and same with this one because uh, Cherry Creek this is a new one that I've not been able to get but granted we've only been doing this for you know I think it's the fourth season we've been doing this so yeah um, we also okay. hope that you know word spreads and clubs are, take advantage of this and you know, as much as we want to give them that money, we view it as almost like a day that you it's know, advertising. For yeah, them. it's advertising for them. And it's also like we come in and, and try to alleviate, you know, we don't run their staff into the ground and right. uh, try to provide a nice day where we give them revenue in addition to just having a nice, easygoing day. Exactly. Absolutely. And it's a cool event from the standpoint of like, we, you know, you've ran probably your fair share of quote unquote charity scrambles or this or that, where it's just like people that wreck the course or they just don't care about golf or their fam- their company pays for it, whatever. Yep. But this is like, CGA members are like yep. take pride in their golf, whether they're go- wherever they're golfing in Colorado, they take yeah. pride in that. And then they come out here and they're like, oh, th- you know, they get to experience these courses that they wouldn't normally. Yeah. But it's not, but it's like more, you get to be more uh, kind of not strict with it, but you know that you're not going to be in trouble with like the people that you're bringing out here, the people that are coming out here. We've had our fair share of not big incidents, but we've had (laughs) granted, you know, stuff happens. Um, It is what it is. And so, but for the most part, we've been very lucky and we are lucky that our, our members take advantage of this and view this as an opportunity. And I try to say it in announcements is like, Hey guys, we're not going to be invited back. If you, if you don't, you know, kind of behave yourselves or just act like normal golfers. You know, as much as we all like to have too much fun on the golf course, unfortunately, this isn't the place to do it. Yeah, but right. uh, I know, I know you can still have your fun. But yeah, we certainly want to be invited back. And like you said, the people that do come out for the most part understand that and respect that. Yeah. So pull up, pull up the rest of that schedule, and we'll just kind of go through it and, and yeah. kind of so, push out the ones that aren't full because I'm sure there's quite a few. So yeah, it looks like TPC Colorado's waitlist only at this point. There is a second date. Oh yeah, so we July, have a July date. Yep. You have July at TPC Colorado. That opens this Thursday. This Thursday. Okay, so, so July. 18th what day of the week is that uh, Monday a Monday okay perfect so TBC Colorado July 18th uh, the Ranch Country Club I've never heard played up there but I've heard good things yep I've driven it I've never played it but when I was out there it's it's a nice course up there awesome up um, and then like you said Eisenhower 
uh, August 29th. Aspen Glen Club in Carbondale, that's September 24th. Phenomenal one. Yeah, I know that's that one of Spencer's a, favorite awesome tracks. That's awesome course, and yeah. the, the guys up there are, are really nice. Um, last year we were at Snowmass. We tried to do at least one of these in the mountains, and we're going to try to get some hot spring hotels in Glenwood Springs, at least try to you know, get a room block or something to try to alleviate it. It, it is expensive to stay up there that time of year, but you know, we'll try to alleviate it. But it's – Aspen Glen Once Club you, in September. We is might need be to try to go up and play in that yeah, one if, if, if the we Aspen can. trees are going to be turning at that time. Oh, like, it's a perfect it's time of year to really be up there. An incredible weekend. Absolutely, and then rounding it out with Flying Horse on October 10th, which I'm sure the views are going to be awesome of yep. Pikes Peak in October. Um, so yeah, just a great lineup of of country clubs like we've been saying that you normally can't play if you're not a member there. So I mean, take advantage of this if you're listening. Um, it's called the CGA Member Play Day. If you look on their web, just Google CGA Member Play Day, it pops right up. It's got the whole schedule, the links, everything. So uh, super easy to sign up for and just a really, really awesome idea and awesome thing you guys are doing. So. Yeah, and if you guys, uh, if you are a member of the CGA, fantastic. You, do, you received a discounted rate. If you're not or have friends that aren't, you're still allowed to come. It is a $50 premium that comes with a membership to the CGA for the remainder of the season. Um, and then you do get member pricing on any of the other events, Team Net Series, member play days, stuff like that. That's so, awesome. Um, if you had last year in the past, it was a members only event, but we've had so much interest that you can bring your buddies and that will get them to be an association member as well. That's awesome. And yeah, and if you're listening to this and you live in Colorado and you're not a CGA member, you got to get on that because it's so worth it for things like this. Having your handicap itself is just a huge deal. Like people are always talking about, oh, you know, how can I compete against my friends? Well, if you play golf even a little bit, having a handicap is obviously something that you can look at on your app on the gin app through the cga where you can say hey i'm an 18 you're a 16 i'm getting two shots somewhere yeah something as simple as that absolutely and if you're not it's this is perfect as well like you know this is a reason why we're adding member play day events and stuff like that it's social non-competitive if you don't want to whip out the handicap this is the <laughs> event that you don't have to do that right yeah but you know there is a benefit to having that membership and uh, the handicap is almost its separate entity and its own perk outside of you know events like this exactly. no doubt well and so you mentioned the the cga team net series which we want to touch on real quick um awesome concept spencer and i actually we're going to come to you guys with this idea and you already had it like <laughs> in the works. We're like, thank we, you members. We, That's yeah, member feedback okay. Right okay. There. Yeah. We were like, this would be awesome. So, uh, it looks like Perry park country club on June 27th, uh, the Fox Hill club up in Longmont pinery and Parker and the club at Ravenna. Like once again, four awesome yeah. clubs that normally you probably wouldn't get access to, or you'd be paying a, a pretty pricey guest yeah. fee or something like that. I mean that you get to go play with one of your buddies at, um, and get, just give us a quick rundown. Uh, is it, I mean, it sounds fairly self-explanatory. Yeah. Two two-person net event. Yeah. So it's co-ed. You can still play. So part of the member play days is you can play any tee you want. Um, so you, if you're you like to play from the forward tees or you want to play the tips, it's it, this is for you. Same with the team net series, and so it's really a test of the handicap system. Oh, so you because do, you score somebody off of the tees. Yeah, then. exactly. Holy so cow, that's genius. everybody's playing ha handicap changes depending on what tee they play. So yeah, you have to yeah. tell us what tee you're going to play ahead of time so we can have time to figure that out. Right, yeah, exactly. Um, but I didn't even think about so that. So you can that's play badass. with the boys. You can play with the girls. If it, you, there's a couple that wants to play, you're more than welcome to join us. You can play from any set of tees. The team does not have to play from the same set of tees. It's, we'll combine the two together and give yourself a team handicap. Um, and then, you know, there's different formats. And like you said, the four courses that we picked, they were originally member play day events. And we kind of said, hey, we really want to introduce something for that 
player that you know is looking for something competitive but exactly. may not be a scratch golfer yeah and you know in the past we haven't had that for the guys for the girls we do a really good job at that or for the ladies um but this is an opportunity for us to kind of access the other part of the membership that's not taking advantage of our tournaments or these member play days and that are looking for you know something a little different in some type of format so um perry park is one of my favorite places in the state i'm really happy that we get to kick it off there uh, if you've not been down to perry park it is Oh, it's a blast. It's an unbelievable yeah. place that's tucked away. It feels like you're in a different world yeah. when you pull like when you get back off of the highway, you're like, Where am I? Yeah, I can't. Like you almost feel like you're in heaven a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, Fox Hill Club are really excited to get up there. I've personally never been up there, but I've heard incredible things. I played there um f- <laughs> I was supposed to play 36 for a USAM qualifier. I withdrew after 18 because <laughs> I, I was sick and leaving for Florida like the next day. But I actually really enjoyed the track. It was yeah. a really, really good track up in Longmont. Yep. Okay. Yep. So yep. it's similar basis. It's member play days, social, no rules officials, um, except it is, you know, it is that uh, integrity aspect of the game of golf that we always li- that all golfers live by. So there's not going to be a rules official there calling any penalties on you, but obviously we are competing. Um, it is a two-person team event with handicaps. You know, there's $1,200 of prize money allocated to the top 10 teams. Nice. Um, and so, yeah, it's an opportunity to come out, see these awesome courses, and then have a, have a fun day in a small competitive format, but still very much social. Absolutely. Yeah, it, and like you said, being, com- being competitive, you can – it makes it more fun, but it's also not for everybody. Yeah. But that's why you guys have so many options for people. That's what's great about the CGA is like, I feel like I, you know, I've talked to other pros from other States and this and that, and their golf association, if you will, is not, I mean, they're not all set up the same, but the CGA is so like pushing, getting us on the golf course and getting members on the golf course and, you know, keeping track of your handicap and, and keeping, you know, keeping playing uh, whether you want to be competitive, whether you want to go out and play the red tee, you know, we could have played the red tee. It today does not it, matter what type of golfer yeah. you are. There's something for you with the Colorado golf association. Um, and, and in those formats, you know, it's a two person team stable for, there's a four ball, there's a two person scramble, there's a two person best ball. And so it's, it's, if you've never played any type of event like this, this is a great introduction. If you've never played a four-ball event, it is so much fun, especially playing with your friends. It's just different. I'm typically the golfer that just goes out and plays, and, you know, there's no money on the line. It's, you know, we're playing scratch. I don't use my handicap, but, you know, it's one of those things where this is something that we could have been looking for. Yeah. Um, and so it's something that, you know, let alone myself and a lot of other members have requested something like this. And, you know, I view there's two different types of golfers, and they're both related to me. It's my friends, you know, recent college graduates that love the game of golf but not necessarily can maybe afford to play all the time. And then there's people like my sibling uh, who can definitely afford to play the game and is getting a new driver every year. <laughs> but, you know, he doesn't really necessarily have that passion. Um, but, you know, he would play in events like this. And Absolutely. so we're really trying to, you know, like you said, really tailor to everybody. If you if you like to play competitively, if you don't, I was like, we've got something for you. You guys have done an awesome job of just the including everybody. Like you said, there's something for everyone. Yeah, so. we're really trying to, especially. I mean, we're going to miss the boat if uh, we don't get everybody now. And right. You know, as awful as COVID was and happy everything's coming coming back to normal. I was like that, you know, it really pushed golf to a new level. And um, if, if we miss this boat, then, you know, right. I, that's, that's our it's own a big fault. opportunity. Yeah. So we really want to make sure we do things the right way and capture all types of golfers, especially people that are – new to the game as well in addition to people that just are looking for private clubs or we're looking to play 18 whole fun events absolutely well matt thanks so much for having us out man we're going to be at the one at perry park as well yeah. um we unfortunately cannot compete in the team net but we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna 
do probably play a t- the team game ourselves just because me and Mitchell like doing that. Um, and then, uh, yeah, make sure you check out CGA.org, correct? ColoradoGolf.org. ColoradoGolf.org. Yep, spelled okay. out. ColoradoGolf.org. And thank you guys for joining us and appreciate appreciate you letting me give a shout-out for our events. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man. Really, really enjoyed it. it. Thank yeah, you. Thanks, guys.